people want to follow humans. They don't want to follow a search engine with a face on it. And with the rise of chat GPT and future iterations of language AI, authenticity is more important than ever. Now I have kind of a lot of views or predictions for chat GPT. I don't think we've reached a point where we can draw conclusions about who or what specifically it's going to replace, but replacements are on the horizon and I talk about writing a good amount. And so I clearly get questions like, Hey, what are writers going to do? Are writers out going to be replaced by AI? And in short, my beliefs fall along the lines of if you think you're going to get replaced by AI, you're going to get replaced by AI. So you need to upskill yourself or become more authentic. You see, everyone is desperate for human connection. And frankly, social media is not delivering on that, right? I teach social media in a sense. I was a brand advisor in my past. I was a marketing consultant at one point. They're all kind of the same thing. It's just dependent on who I'm targeting and how I position the actual offer. So I've consulted with a bunch of different creators and influencers and coaches and all of these other people that use social media as their primary method for generating traffic. It seems kind of weird because like that's kind of what I do is I use social media as a modality for attracting traffic because it's so fucking big, right? There isn't really any other choice. I love working with creators. And so that's what I do. But you have to understand that most people aren't being authentic. You go to someone's profile and it's either all promotions or it's all just like actionable advice, which is good. And people tell you to post, but it's the same shit you could find online. And by online, I mean like you can type into Google and get the same answer, right? That's not going to separate you from the crowd or make you any more authoritative than the next person with their writing or just content on social media. So authenticity from my predictions will be the differentiating factor between those that get replaced and those that make the most money possible. Money isn't the only reason to do this, of course, but that's a driving factor for a lot of people. And that's what gets people interested in this. And then once they develop that philosophical sense of mastery behind the writing itself, then it becomes much more meaningful. It's like when you get into the gym because you want to just get jacked and big muscles. But if you do not back that with a solid why an intrinsic reason to continue doing that, then it's just a superficial, shallow pursuit. And you're going to wake up one day with the body of a 60 year old, but with the mind of a 15 year old. And so this is a reason authenticity is one, but just diversification of interests in general is why I talk about business, content, writing, uh, philosophy, spirituality, some different mixture of things here and there. And I like to think of it as like diversifying your stock portfolio, right? Because then if one goes to shit, you're not absolutely fucked. And so it's the same thing with interests and building your personal brand. If like one doesn't get much engagement, you aren't stuck to that. And just in this cycle, like if your main money making interest doesn't get a lot of engagement or you're just not good about writing about it, then your brand is kind of stuck in this terrible place and it's going to screw with your head and make you want to quit, make you want to call everything a scam and just pack it up and go sell a product for someone else because you hate selling. You hate people selling products and you don't realize that the way to get out is to sell a product. So I'm rambling a bit. I'll, I'll start to keep it focused from here, but I've worked directly and indirectly with over 5,000 creators, some one-on-one, -on -one, some 
uh, not one-on-one -on -one with courses, etc. I've just worked with a lot of people. And this seems to be the most pressing problem for them, aside from the last problem we talked about, which is uh, creating your niche of one or choosing a niche. That's a huge problem. The other huge problem is being able to incorporate your interests in a way that is interesting, but still maintains all of your brand pillars, right? You need to make an income from it or else you can't do it full time. You have to stand out or else chat GPT is going to replace you maybe. And this makes people quit before things start getting good. And so for some authority and just some backstory, because it's weird, as I said, a creator telling creators what to do. I started as a freelance web designer, pivoted into funnels, understood marketing a lot more, started to position marketing consulting, switching out of done for you work for service businesses. And then when I got online and more immersed in the creator economy and saw that it was the future and that it is the new economy, that's for another video. But then I repositioned that same offer for creators, right? And that's where it kind of gets weird because I'm a creator at that point I'm a personal brand and so I started as a creator three years ago and I did things kind of like I love testing things right I love going against the grain so I launched a product immediately because I had experience and I had clarity on what to do I made a good amount of money with a low following by freelancing and not relying on my following for my clients at that point and leveraging other people's audiences via affiliate or just networking with them which we'll talk about in the next video for actually selling my product right because it doesn't make sense to try to sell like a $50 product directly in the DMS that's just not sustainable you're not gonna make a lot of money doing that but with a freelance service where you're charging one two three thousand dollars then yeah you get two or three clients a month and you're good to go so the other thing that I did was I wrote about whatever I wanted to right I wasn't in that scarcity mindset of, oh, I need to make money from my audience immediately. So I'm like, I'm going to talk about self-improvement. I'm going to talk about my fitness journey. Sometimes I'm going to talk about emotional management. Oh, I'm reading this book. That sounds cool. I like this idea. I'm sure my audience would like it as well. I'm going to share it with them. And then when it came to actually promoting my services, I would include web design here and there like actionable tips, but I'd approach it from a broad lens where it's like why you should learn web design, right? Because not only does that attract beginners, you have to understand that if I'm selling web design to someone, that means that they're a beginner, whether I'm doing it for them or not, whether I'm char charging high prices or not, they don't know much about web design. So not only I'm attracting two types of people there, I'm attracting people that just want to learn web design. And I'm attracting people that potentially need web design done for them. So not only can I sell a product that teaches people how to do web design, but I can also sell a service that allows me to do web design for them. And when I build this audience from this multi-directional approach, then I have so much more room for leverage where if I ever want to pivot out of client work, which I did, then I have a base audience there that allows me to still use that same skill set and help them with it. And so let me make this very simple for those that don't know how to incorporate their interests into their content. Write about whatever you want in a way that's interesting to practice your writing and persuasion. And when you plan to promote, create a promotion schedule, you aren't just promoting randomly, I hope, where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna promote under this post, I'm gonna promote under this post, and then when I don't promote, I'm gonna get mad about why I'm not making sales, and it's because I lack structure of my promotions. Pull out your calendar and just create a system. Start writing down, I'm gonna promote on this day, this day, this day, and make it so it's balanced, right? So you aren't promoting all the time. And then when it's time to promote, just incorporate more content related to what you're promoting around the promotions. And then with time, you review that promotion strategy or schedule 
every single month, see what went right, see what went wrong, self-reflect, and improve your system over time until you have something that is maintainable. Experience will teach you much more than I can with this. So before we dive in, I know that these mid-roll promotions can get annoying, but Solopreneur Sprints starts on February 7th. We will build the base of your one-person business by creating your niche of one, writing 20-plus foundational pieces of content. I write it with you on the screen and learning how to network, DM, meet friends, grow, and just have a strategy for actually sustaining brand growth. And this is the last promotion, so you don't have to worry about another one in the next video. But if you're interested, links in the description, check it out. So if you have no idea what to write about, you need to check out the last video, which is called The Most Profitable Niche Is You. In that video, we mapped out your story, right? We created a book for you that you fill in with chapters, and then you write those chapters with newsletters, content, break it down into short form posts, reels, tweets, Instagram posts, etc. Because you have to understand, like a lot of people don't know what to write about or if they should write about specific interests, paint it like this. You need a goal. You need a goal for your ideal future. What are you working towards, right? Think about that. Now, what interests help you get there? And if you have interests that you want to talk about, filter it through that, right? If I want to talk about spirituality, but I'm, uh, I have a product that I base my brand around, around, let's say marketing, then how are those two connected, right? Marketing connects to psychology, psychology, spirituality is like a philosophical psychology in a sense. And if, if my end goal is to just live autonomous, autonomously and be sovereign, spirituality is going to play a huge role in that. So it makes sense to incorporate it in your content. So the first step is to just choose two to three interests that you want to write about. The second thing we're going to do now is to broaden and break down because most people start when I say write down your interests, most people start by writing down like hyper specific interests, like biomechanical movement for holistic health people. And then they get stressed out when so many when there aren't many people interested in that. Even further, they get stressed out even more, which impacts their ability to write good content because they think if they don't talk about that main specific interest that nobody is going to buy from them. That's not how it works, my friend. Zoom out. So let's say that my interests are web design, spirituality, and weightlifting. From those, I want to broaden them into the overarching market that they fit in. Web design would equal online business or business in general. Weightlifting would equal bodybuilding or health in general. Spirituality would equal self-actualization or improvement. And all of those could really be umbrellaed under self-improvement or self-actualization. Even web design, skill acquisition, is it plays a major role in self-actualization. So now that we have three broad markets, we want to uh, deconstruct and break them down into sub-markets or subtopics that we can write about over a long-term time span with our content. This isn't like one week of content and your brand just takes off and explodes. This is like six months of content so you can introduce people to everything that you talk about and everything that you know. This is a long-term game. This isn't like a quick direct response Facebook ad that is trying to get you buy, get you to buy immediately. Facebook ads and personal branding are a lot different. So the beauty in this method that we're going over right now is that if I want to sell something related to like biomechanical movement therapy, then I can just start talking about health as a whole. And then if you understand the customer levels of awareness, I would go research them. But in short, it's like, uh, stage one is not aware. Stage two is problem aware. Stage three is aware of the problem. Stage four is 
aware that there's a solution. Stage five is that they're aware of your product, right? All of your audience is going to fall within five of these levels of awareness. And your job is to hit all of these with your content, right? Your promotions only hit that one of the people that are aware and ready to pull the trigger on your product. Well, they can kind of hit uh, product, I mean, solution aware as well. But the other three, where the majority of your audience lies, you have to educate and introduce them to the problems associated with health and then slowly guide them into how your specific niche interest that you plan to have a product or service around can help them. You are not supposed to just attract people that only know about your interests, right? This is, as I said, this is personal branding, not advertising. So with those three broad interests that you have, we're going to, you're going to take out a notebook, but I've already broken them down, right? So we're gonna look at this graphic. I call this the topic tree. I've called it many things in the past, the content pyramid. I like topic tree. So at the top is you, right? This is your niche of one from the last video. Then you break down you into three different interests. So let's say health improvement and business. And then under that, you break those down into uh, topics. Let's just say topics. And then beyond that are subtopics, right? So health breaks down into nutrition, bodybuilding, lifestyle. And then under that, there's best exercises, recipe ideas, training programs, intermittent fasting, daily routines, sleep tips. These are all just made up. Right. So your job is to cover all of these things that you write down over the six to 12 months that you are writing content. I prefer to do it from the top down. So like a newsletter, long newsletter that can turn into a uh, YouTube video like this. And then those can be broken down into medium form content like an Instagram caption, long LinkedIn post, uh, Twitter thread. And then those can be broken down even further or the original newsletter can be used as idea generation for tweets, Instagram posts, Instagram reels, TikToks, YouTube shorts, uh, YouTube community posts, et cetera, et cetera. So I talk about this, like breaking them down in writing format into our writer, something you can check out as well. But this is how your brand perception is formed, right? If someone only sees one tweet from you, that's all they know about you, right? But if they see multiple and the, the expertise that you have in certain areas, then over the six to 12 months, you're going to allow people to understand who you are, what you do, and why you do it. So the next thing during this is to remember the three pillars of social leverage. So the three pillars are growth, authenticity, and authority. And when you strike a balance of all of these, which we've talked about in previous one person business series videos, I have a playlist for that, but you just want to approach from the angle of, okay, I need to be building uh, all of these pillars up, right? I need to be growing. I need to be making sales and I need to be authentic so I can stand out from the crowd. So with these top of mind, if you aren't growing, pivot. If you aren't making sales, pivot. If you aren't gaining loyal fans, pivot. Iterate as you get more real world feedback and you don't have enough data or feedback after two weeks of doing this shit. You have to post even if it sucks because even bad posts, they're data points. Good posts, they're data points. You take both and you dance between the two until all of your content reaches new levels or stages or baselines of development if you want to go like an evolutionary uh, psychology lens approach to business so now let's go i'm gonna i want to write some content with you i've already written them of course but we're going to go over them and break them down and we're going to do this in writing format so it would fit in a tweet and i posted these previously they did well but why tweets? Why? Because they're the perfect length for fitting a 280 character persuasive 
heavy hitting message and keeping concise and to the point. It really helps with your writing to try and articulate your uh, ideas within 280 characters. And that's the perfect shape for an Instagram post that copy paste over to LinkedIn. They're perfect for short real scripts. These are what I use. And then the good ones can be turned into newsletter topics. And then you just start to create this endless content flywheel of having a post do well, turning it into a newsletter, breaking that down, having uh, new ideas do better, turning that into a post, breaking it down, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to be using marketing as the topic here. So the first style of post that I want you to write is actionable principles. And that's simple. It's just a list of principles or actionable steps that a beginner can take to start to understand or use marketing as our topic of choice. And this helps you build authority in one interest. And for all of these things that we go over, please keep in mind that you cannot like take away the principles of content writing. You need a hook, you need a body, and you need a conclusion. And these can overlap if you are writing in like 280 character tweet, but in something like a newsletter, these need to be more fleshed out. So let's dive into the post. Your content sucks because you don't hook in the reader, agitate their problem, relate to their problem, give them a valuable solution. Human psychology will always beat what you think will work. Clear, not clever. So at the top, you see I have a hook. In the middle, I have a body with actionable steps or actionable principles relating to marketing. And then I wrap it up with a conclusion, right? I just pretty much give the big idea that I'm trying to put across here. And so I'm writing these on the spot or I did, so they won't be perfect. None of my content is, it just slowly gets better with time. So try it out, write one of those tweets on your own, pick a topic from the topic tree that you wrote out and practice it. And if you like it, actually, if you like it or not, post it. So the next style that we're going to talk about is the importance of a topic, which is similar to actionable principles, but it illustrates the why right? It gives people a reason to get interested in a topic. This is where most people suffer because they don't know how to make their interests interesting to other people. It's just importance, continually illustrating the importance or the why of something, because that's what really changes human behavior, right? Like if I, I, I didn't used to go on walks outside, even though I knew how beneficial it was or how many people told me it was. But once I came across the right why, where it's like, I don't need to do like 20 minutes of intense cardio, I could just go on a 30 minute walk twice a day and I'd be good when I was trying to cut down uh, for the summer. And then I continued going on a walk, learned that it's kind of a game, really started to enjoy it, developed that philosophical sense of mastery behind it. And now it's just, it's a part of my day. Marketing is the greatest skill you can learn. Why? It pairs with any other skill. It teaches you human psychology. It helps you monetize a niche interest only a fool expects to make an income without learning the skill that turns scrollers into customers. So at the top, again, hook, lead into the body where it has three lines of importance and then a conclusion that wraps it up. And here's another great example from Taylor Simmons on Twitter. I came across this and was like, this actually fits perfectly well. But it says, few habits will make you feel as good as daily yoga. So yoga is the interest here that some people may not think is interesting to other people. So he's introducing people to the importance of it, right? So a daily practice will calm your mind, increase your flexibility, teach you to be present, give you kinky sex positions to try, right? That interests a lot of people, whether you like it or not. So throwing in like a curveball not only makes them rethink, oh, maybe I should try yoga, but it at least puts it on their radar, right? Remember the five stages of customer awareness? That's going to put it on the radar and 
as more content comes from Talon in specific, then they're slowly going to get more introduced to yoga and they may potentially buy a yoga tutorial or a, a product or a yoga routine from him. Try it within 30 days. You'll feel 10 years younger. So he does a really great job there with the benefits as well, right? A lot of people want to feel 10 years younger, so he leverages that. So the next example and the last example that we're going to go over is calling out common mistakes or problems. This helps you establish authority in your interest, right? It shows like, okay, hey, this guy is helping people solve problems in the thing that I am interested in. And I'm going to listen to him because it sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Stop writing hyper-specific content. As a beginner, you should be focused on growth. Make your writing relatable, focus on a common problem, talk about the topic from a high level. Don't expect to grow if only a few people would share your content. So can you see how I'm kind of writing these tweets to like introduce you to this stuff? But you can try that out, right? Tackle a common problem within whatever interest you have. If it's bodybuilding, then maybe it's uh, lifting the weight too fast, right? And you could easily write a tweet about that where it's like, most people lift weight too fast. It's killing your gains. Do this, do this, do this instead. It will make all the difference. I just wrote a tweet on the spot that would probably, for a fitness audience with blah, 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 it's relative, it would get a lot of engagement. Now let's talk about getting the most out of your content because most beginners, they struggle with seeing the big picture of content creation, right? It's just too overwhelming. There's too many moving pieces and it makes sense. I didn't actually get started with creating content until I had gone through all of these other business failures. And then when I got to actually creating the content, I'm like, okay, yeah, all of this makes sense. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So one thing here to note is when you look like self-awareness is the biggest business hack. I've said that a few times, but it's so true. Just observation and awareness where if you were to read your content, right? This is like becoming a mind reader where if you were to read your content from the lens of your audience, would they share it? Would you share it if you were reading it? Do you even like your own content? And if you don't, why are you posting it? And now I don't like, I don't wanna make that seem, like you're, gonna, you're not gonna like some of your content, but that's room for improvement. And so if, if you come to the conclusion that no, someone wouldn't share, like, or comment on my post, and you don't have a strategy for getting more eyes on it, which we'll talk about in the next video, but how do you expect to grow? Right? You can't just keep posting into the void if your content wouldn't get liked, shared, and then potentially lead someone to follow. Think about that as well. Would If you're reading the content, would you click on the profile, read the bio, and then follow? If not, where's the gap? Identify the gap and then close it. So from the tweets that I wrote above, are they authoritative? Yes. Will they attract a potential customer assuming that I actually have a product or service and that I occasionally talk about the things revolving around those products or services? Yes. Are they so specific that they won't get shared? No. And this is the balance that you have to strike with top of funnel social media. I'm talking Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, or YouTube and podcast if you are trying to grow on those platforms, right? At the beginning, I treated my podcast and YouTube kind of as like, this is what I want to talk about, so I'm going to talk about it. But if it's heavily influenced by the algorithm, then you're going to have to go a bit more broad in some cases. On a newsletter, that's really where you can talk about whatever the fuck you want. But with a newsletter, you want to get a bit more specific because that's usually where you're nurturing an audience towards a more advanced level. So in the upper three to five range of the customer levels of awareness, same thing with a lead magnet, right? This is what some people forget. 
if I talk about, let's say, emotional management and I'm selling web design and I offer a lead magnet on web design and I lead into that and it's like, hey, do you want to learn a new skill or do you have a business and you want more customers? There's a little bit of a disconnect there, but people are still going to click on it, become educated on it without any of your doing, right? Once you write a lead magnet, that content is there and it's going to be educating as many people that go through it. And then you can either pitch people on your service there or they're on your email list. So they'll eventually buy once you talk more about web design and hit the right pain point. So the next thing to do to make the most of your content, let's say like the three pieces of content that we wrote is to study the best content structures. You do this by using something like Tweet Hunter or Twemex on Twitter or you can do this without Twemex or Twitter, so you can try this, right? So type into the Twitter search bar from colon vdanco space min underscore faves colon 1000. And so what that does is it only shows tweets from me that have a minimum likes of 1000. You can do more uh, crazy stuff with Twitter advanced search, but that is what I would recommend you do is look at your favorite people, your tribe of mentors, the people you aspire to write like, and just study all of their top tweets and see how they're structured. And then from those structures, you can use similar topics and plug them into that and rewrite them, right? So one of my top tweets I have off the top of my head where it's like the greatest skill is decreasing the gap between idea and execution. So if I wanted to plug marketing into that, I could say the greatest skill of the 21st century is learning to capture attention right? It can be better than that, but that's just an idea, right? Where the structure, sorry, is already laid out there. And so me plugging in a new topic and testing it out may do well. And then if that does well, that leads into the next thing of how to make the most of your content, which is repurpose the content. So we wrote multiple lists above, right? And by lists, I mean like bullet point tweets. And from those, you can turn those into threads or Instagram captions or Instagram carousels, right? If you go and look at my stuff, this is what I do all the time, where if I had that bullet point list of the importance of learning marketing, then the hook of the thread or the newsletter or the Instagram carousel is marketing is the greatest skill you can learn. And then I would use the last line of that one tweet where it's like only fools expect to make an income without learning the skill that turns viewers into customers. Here are the three things you need to know. And then I can go over the three points of it pairs with any other skill, it teaches you human psychology, or it helps you monetize a niche interest. So to recap everything we've talked about, you can and should incorporate your interest to make your brand authentic. Create a topic tree that you can master in six to 12 months through writing because teaching and writing are like they go hand in hand, right? You have to teach what you learn in order to, in order to identify knowledge gaps, in order to learn more and truly become an expert. I do believe that teaching is a modality that the internet has presented for individuals to become experts in a field faster, right? Multiple list style content pieces to establish authority in your main interest, broaden your writing. If you don't think it will be shared, study the best content structures, use them as training wheels and branch off of what you've already written. This is all you need to get started with content creation. If you pair it with the last video, the most profitable niche is you, you are off to an absolutely incredible start in terms of building leverage. And the next video will take that to the next level so you can learn how to network and grow. And then after that, it's just about learning marketing, sales, advertising, promotions, how to create a product. And then you have a very holistic brand and potentially your life's work ahead of you. So I hope you enjoyed this one. 
like subscribe comment whatever it may be solopreneur sprints starts in very short amount of time i think it's like three days so if you're watching this video and you didn't make the deadline for the sprints you can either wait for the next one or if you join digital economics the master's tier you get access to all solopreneur sprints for life and then there's other things like to our writer modern mastery free tools like the power planner seven days to creative genius ideas that's the one that i would recommend if you're absolutely new to this stuff that will help you open your mind it's it's like a content ideation challenge but to me it's brought more than that it's brought articulation it's brought mental clarity it's allowed me to think bigger picture and it's allowed me to create original ideas from the ideas that i heavily resonate with and allows me to spin them in my own words so that is it uh, again, hope you enjoyed. See you in the next one. Peace.